And I know that once the dust clears and people put away their milk jugs, their haunted sheds, their original 1972 pressings of Al Green's Let's Stay Together, those people are all going to agree that Thundering Nightmare is a four. Oh, yes, Wheeler, you nailed it. A four. I couldn't have said it more succinctly myself. And that's it for Ghost Horse Power Rankings. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Oh, hey, Nelson, can I get back that Lion's Eye Diamond I lent you? I got a brew I want to try out for Highlander. Oh, I thought I already gave that back. Um, I'll check my house just to be sure. Later. Hmm. It should have been a warm spring day, but that morning a wind fiercer than a three-drop empath had moved in. Wheeler felt chilled to the bone, but not from the wind. He'd remembered his jacket. Wheeler was chilled in a way that no jacket could help. From the inside, with suspicion. Nelson had been acting stranger than a secret layer drop, but hopefully after getting to the bottom of this, they'd still be friends forever. Questions swirled in his mind like a commander table trying to resolve scramble verse under a knowledge pool. Wheeler needed answers, and to get answers, he'd need to talk to Nelson. And to talk to Nelson, he'd need to record the new Capenna episode of Punt Counterpunt, which was handy because that's where he was already going. Sorry I'm late. There was a terrible headwind. We were just about to start. You go first. It's no secret that Mysterious Limousine is a heck of a vehicle. It attacks. It blinks your own creatures. It creates a revolving door of value. It also attacks. That's a pretty good sign of a powerful artifact, wouldn't you say, Nelson? You know what's the sign of a powerful artifact, Ben? When an entire series of other cards is spawned off of just the name and refers to this one iconic card from Alpha Beta Unlimited, and that's Juggernaut. We've seen some other copycats over the years, but the original still strikes fast and hard, hitting you in the face for five points of damage a turn, and even reminding you to attack. Ask not what your vehicle can do for your creatures, Nelson. Ask what your creatures can do for your vehicle, which in this case is drawing a card, returning your creature back to your hand, uncovering something from your deck that may be currently hidden. Wheeler, I'm surprised you're not arguing for Juggernaut yourself because Juggernaut keeps attacking and doesn't know when to leave well enough alone. Also, what if you don't have creatures to crew your limousine? I think you'll be taking five damage a turn and this game will be over. I'm out of here. I got some better things to do. Nelson had turned out to be more stubborn than a lantern player after time's been called in the round, and Wheeler felt like a bird eating a bolt. He was under the heat. He needed evidence to pin Nelson to the crime and a win to patch up his ego. Luckily, there was one place where he could get both. The Yellow Jacket. Going inside the Yellow Jacket was like stepping into the mouth of a Gurmag angler. The place stank of booster wrappers, greasy sleeves, and the crushed dreams of a thousand one-land keeps. In the distance, fans hummed, not so much cooling the air as forcing everyone to smell it equally. Despite the fact that it was grimier than a mantelist dredge list, the joint was packed and everyone was up to something. Down on their luck, grinders were hunched over their trade binders while no banlist commander pods fired from the tables. There was even an entire underground draft ring operating out of the basement. Wheeler walked up to the counter and slipped a felwar stone to Ed, the proprietor. I'm looking for Nelson. He owes me something. Ed grumbled and said, well, that makes two of us. But if you don't want anything from me, don't waste my time. Wheeler slid him a soul ring. 
Oh, I want something from you. A line on Nelson. Maybe you and I have similar business with him. He gave Wheeler a puzzled look, like someone hearing the phrase intentional draw for the first time. I doubt it, he sniffed. Unless you're also looking to clean me out of my entire order of new Capenna. Because if that's what you want, you just missed your chance. Wordlessly, Wheeler reached for his binder and pulled out a playset of Thran dynamos. Ed tucked them away and then motioned to the left. Table 332, he said, pointing to the back corner of the shop. At that, Ed shrugged at Wheeler and scuttled off to draft. Wheeler's hopes had been dashed like a twin player on Banlis Day. This was suddenly a case, and not just the traditional kind, the booster box one as well. And a case this big would require a light touch, and a dolly if he needed to move it more than a few feet. Wheeler did the only thing he could. He slipped on a disguise and headed to the back of the store. Is this seat taken? Uh, no, we were just about to start. Who's your commander? Mr. Orfeo, the boulder. A bit of a build around, if I do say so myself. This rhino warrior can crack skulls, crack in, and ram a lamb a couple of ding-dongs before you know what's up. Hmm, what is up? I know someone that says Ramalama Ding Dong, and I thought I just got away from him. Tonight I'm playing Jedid O'Jannon. They may make better creatures, but they don't make cooler creatures. This is a man with a cat's head. They call them the Laying In now. But back in the 90s, he was just laying into people's life totals. The only laying in with Jedid O'Jannon is Mr. Orfeo laying into your commander. Seven mana, five five? Are you out of your mind? There's no way this can match up to my Rhino Warrior. My commander's so cool he could end up in a band with Tobias Andrion. Live tonight at the Seafarer's Key, the legends play their hit song, The Last of Ramirez's Privateers. I don't know if we've got time for your builder, boulder, bold around, whatever it is. And why are you wearing those glasses? Are you freaking kidding me? Your Tobias Andrian has nothing against my ball lightnings, my groundbreakers, my lightning skelementals. You're the one that's about to get blitzed, bud. Ball lightnings and groundbreakers with a recurring berserk effect on your commander? That is quite the strategy, Wheeler. Well done. Hey, Popper Legends commander table, who's the biggest threat? Well, I mean, it's clearly the Lady Orca player. She's been running this table since turn three. Nelson's logic was slipperier than a bogle playing boggle, and with Wheeler distracted, he escaped, speeding off quicker than a control player trying to hit the bathroom before the next round starts. Wheeler knew he had to make tracks, so after finishing the commander game, two quick drafts and a long and acrimonious discussion about old bordered cards, he left, hot on Nelson's trail. Outside, the sun had quit, but the wind hadn't, and the night was as cold as a Keljorn outpost. There's only one place Nelson would be on a night like this, at home taking micro-naps while streaming. Wheeler let himself in as he always did when an episode was in danger of running long. Ding dong, Nelson. I'm in your house. He was then immediately set upon by dogs as an additional time-saving courtesy. Oh, Oh, hello again, Wheeler. I see you've met Phyrexian Metamorph, Sculpting Steel, and my personal favorite, Watchdog. You see, back in the day... Creatures didn't need to have amazing stats as long as they stopped your opponent in their tracks. This one even says it blocks. Unfortunately, whatever you've brought to this little debate will have its power shrank by at least one. Nelson, I applaud you on the Richard Kane Ferguson art, but this is barely a dog. The jig is up. Now, Goldhound, that's a dog. That's the only thing keeping me alive from your puppies. And the best part is, 
My dog's a real treasure. As much as my dog might not look like a dog, let's think about what dogs are for. Back in Tempest, it was a simpler time. When bad guys showed up, your dog would bark. When your opponent attacked, you blocked. The cards were our friends, our best friends. You wouldn't crack open your best friend to ramp into a colossal dreadmaw, would you? Just watch me. One man's trash is another man's treasure, and this man's treasure is a dog, a gold hound. It's got first strike, it's got menace. I don't even know how this card's a common. Face it, Nelson, not even your watchdog will be able to block my gold hound. Block? <laughs> I hadn't intended on it, Wheeler. You see, your creature will have negative one power as soon as it chooses to attack, as long as this watchdog is untapped. Check and mate. Nelson's argument hit Wheeler like it had trample damage. White flames burned behind his eyes, and when the hurting finally stopped, Nelson was gone. A crumpled piece of paper lay on the floor like an unfinished tournament report from an 04 evening. A receipt for a rented boat called the Looter Scooter. Turns out there are only two places Nelson could be on a night like this, and the other one was the new docks the city had just built special for dramatic finales. When he got down to the water, the air was as salty as someone who'd lost a battle of wits, but the night was still and silent, like someone mad over losing to battle of wits. Nothing made a sound, aside from the howling wind foghorns and the squeaking of an old dolly. In the water, sewer crocodiles circled foreshadowingly. The jig is up, Nelson. You're too late, Wheeler. I'm going to stop this set in its tracks, like a creature suddenly blocked by a cycled shark typhoon token. Ah, oh, I see the truth. No, that card was only printed in M21. This is a case of new Capenna. Wheeler felt like a control player facing down two goblin guides. He needed to build a board of his own. Come on, Nelson. Even you've got to admit these new cards are pretty cool. Look at Rabble Rousing. It makes tokens. You like tokens, don't you? You know as well as anyone that I love tokens, and I've already got lots of great ways to make tokens. Like with Goblin Rabble Master. I really appreciate making one token a turn, and then sometimes attacking with the Rabble Master and getting pumped. Yes, exactly. You like having a lot of tokens and pumping your creatures. Maybe you could have a card from the hideaway to pump your creatures. A, a glorious anthem, for instance. I've already got ways to pump all my creatures, like with Rabble Rouser. I don't need Rabble Rousing. Rabble Rousing's half the Rabble Rousing the Rabble Rouser is. We've been rousing Rabble since Guild Pact. Relson, you row as much as I do that Rabble Rouser can't rouse Rabble as much as Rabble Master or Rabble Rousing, and it certainly can't rouse Rabble better than Ember Cleave, Nelson. We're talking real damage from a new set, Nelson. Come, enjoy the wordy cards. It's good down here. You know, I do like pumping one creature at a time for a whole lot and doubling up its power. That's why I play Berserk as well. You pump the unblocked one twice as much as the rest of them. I like Berserk too, Nelson. We can have the old and the new, Nelson. And what if we, say, wanted to always have our Berserk, we could cast, I don't know, a Demonic Tutor, Nelson. Wait a second. If you're casting Demonic Tutor, I want to hold priority and sacrifice my Lion's Eye Diamond. That's my LED. <coughs> and just like that, it was over. The case fell from his hands and Nelson hit the floor like a freshly sleeved commander deck. It doesn't have to end like this, Nelson.
That's what I like about you, Wheeler. You're optimistic. You think this draft is going to turn around in pack three, but I can't take it anymore. These 45-minute judge calls are killing me. Do you know how busy I am? The only time I have to sleep is while my salty opponent ropes me out. It's 2022, and I still haven't finished reading Questing Beast. I can't learn all these new mechanics. But Alliance is just a keyword ability. It's still too much. It's too complicated. Lightning Angel was good enough. I just want to play cards. Simple games of magic where I play Rite of Flame into Mog War Marshal turn one, then Skirk Prospector turn two into Fecundity, and then another Rite of Flame for Prospector and another War Marshal, then Goblin Matron for Goblin Warchief and a Pile Driver in Top Deck and Empty the Warrens. Sure, I can't attack for lethal because my opponent powered out Ghostly Prison off a of Gilded Goose, but I keep sacrificing tokens for mana and cards until I hit Graveshot for a very large but not infinite amount of damage. There's no other way, Wheeler! New Capenna has to sleep with the fishes. That seems extreme, but you do you, I guess. Uh, quick question, though. Before you go, can I get my lion's eye diamond back? You're kind of flailing a lot. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I left it with my tokens. That's on me, dog. And if I can't live my simple life, nobody can! Nelson tried to heave the case into the water, but all the screaming had tuckered him out and he lost his balance and fell into the waiting and hungry jaws of a sewer crocodile. Faster than someone first picking a blade of the Oni, the jaws snapped closed and- Hold up, hold up, hold up. Did I just fall into a crocodile's mouth? This has been Punt Counter Punt. Wait, am I dead in the show now? Is my death canon?